0: You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show.
1: Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron and a fired up Jake hanging out here on this Friday morning in the Caldwell Anchor Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. Richie says, nice play, Dietrich. Jake is planning to talk about Connor all day, apparently.
2: All day. <coughs> been, been planning all day. Hey, um, I'm fired up because our boy, ankle boy, had a heck of a day yesterday.
1: We buried the lead, and we'll get to that in a minute. Of course, uh, Fino, we, we joked about him uh, dislocating his ankle. It's going to be a great doctor's question with uh, Jeff Counts coming yes. up next year. Can you dislocate your ankle, pop it back in place, and then the following day go out and uh, play four under golf at the Masters. Did you Obviously, ask, you can you do that? Obviously, uh, let's you can't. say it, we
2: just saw that.
1: <laughs> but the bigger story, I thought, and we'll, we'll clown hear question, it. bro. Uh, Sergio Garcia, he all he went ten cup uh, yesterday, taking a 13, five balls in the drink.
2: Yeah, rough.
1: If I, I wish I would have saw it live, and you know, highlights were great. But man, I mean, if that is not life imitating art, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah.
2: Um, didn't didn't we ask David Toms about that? Uh,
1: not on camera, we did not. Okay. He, he did bring it up, though. And let's get to that. Uh, David Toms, of course, out of body this year, last night and evening with David Toms. A pretty cool event. A lot of people may not realize it. Uh, he's a Monroe native. He, of course, he made a name for himself in Shreveport and in LSU. And then on the world scene, literally, he was ranked in the top ten in the world for a span of uh, you know, five to six years uh, has won 13 times on the tour, made uh, 14 starts in the Masters, made the cut 10 times back in 98, he finished 6th overall, shot a uh, 64 in the final round that year. Mm. David and uh, he was phenomenal with the people out there last night and, of course, it's all going for a great cause, his foundation and the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. So we started off the interview yesterday asking him, all right, we've claimed you for years being a Monroe native, how far do you go back? When did you leave Monroe? What's the backstory? And David's response was?
3: You know, I'd have to ask my parents, but probably just a couple years. Um, my dad was playing basketball here at, at Northeast at the time. My mother was a war bonnet. And so I was born in St. Francis Hospital and lived here until they were out of college. And then we moved to uh, Bozier city.
1: I know your foundation obviously is very important to you. Also Louisiana sports hall of fame. How much do you enjoy events like this to get around the state and promote both
3: of them? Well, I think it's an opportunity for uh, for me to give back to uh, people that have been supportive of my career for a long time and uh, get out and tell some stories about the li- my life on tour and, and uh, you know, kind of the history there and just be a part of this and to be able to give back to the uh, Sports Hall of Fame, which I'm lucky to be a part of now and um, Ronnie's doing a great job in organizing these events. and um, you know for me it's just all about giving back to the state and uh, Louisiana is you know where I call home and I have since I was a, you know, a very young child and was born here and continue to live here and be a part of the culture here and um, just a great way for me to give back to the fans and the people that have supported me.
1: Great timing for them to get you here the week of the Masters. Uh, mm-hmm. As a fan now, for, especially with that event, how close the tabs do you keep on what's taking place?
3: Well, I uh, I watched some of it um, through the internet this morning to see how guys were playing, guys that I'm friends with, and I caught just a couple of holes of action when I was at home getting ready to drive over here. And uh, unfortunately, my uh, my buddy Sergio, the defending champion, had a, a rough hole in number 15, and it just goes to show you how fast that golf course can get you when uh, when you think everything's going fine and. Uh, you really have to pay attention at all times. Um, there's a big number, a lot of birdies out there, but a big number waiting to happen if you're not there on every shot.
1: I believe you made 14 starts there, correct? Mm-hmm. 14 appearances there, 98 your final round, shooting a 64. What is it like to have a round like that on that course?
3: Well, you know, when you're going through it, you're not really, you know, you're not paying uh, paying attention to how you're doing, you're just playing golf. And uh, I think I was playing with David Frost that day and I, I just kind of had a so-so front nine. And I got it going on the back, made seven birdies on the back nine, and um, you know I was leader in the clubhouse, got to sit in one of the cabins there with some of the members um, until, uh, until one of the players finished ahead of me. So it was kind of fun, watching, uh, watching the, go- the golf inside one of the cabins and um, being a part of the mix, and just over the years having a lot of fun there. I mean, it's so different than every other golf tournament that we play. One being that you're going back to the same venue, you know, all the other majors kinda move around and go to different courses, but to go back and feel the history there and to be just kinda walk underneath the oak trees up by the clubhouse and uh, just an amazing place and what a great golf tournament.
1: You've played all over the world, but is it safe to say that's still your favorite or one of your favorites?
3: I think it is, I think most players will, will say that just because you can feel the history there, the importance of the event, you know, how big it is, how much the media focuses on it, how much the players want to win that event, and what it means to a player to win that event um, and to be a part of that history. So um, just everything about it makes it very, very special.
1: From a guy who played against Tiger in his prime, how mm-hmm. intimidated were you? Was the intimidation for real back in the day?
3: I think it was, and it was just so hard to play either with him or around him and to deal with the crowds that were so pro Tiger, and um, you know it was very hard to focus on what you were doing. You were end up paying attention to what Tiger Woods was doing. And I'm glad he's playing well again. I'm glad he's part of the mix uh, when he does play again. It's great for golf. Uh, it puts golf on the map. You know, you turn on Sports Center, and that's one of the first things they talk about now. Which a lot of times golf is on the back burner. But when Tiger's playing and playing well. A lot of focus on it, which is great for the, uh, the other players.
1: My final question, do you remember the first time you played golf or perhaps the first time you had success at it, and had caught the bug early on?
3: You know, my, uh, my dad played, my grandfather played, so I would play a little bit with them in the summers when we were on vacation and so forth. And uh, It wasn't until I moved to uh, Shreveport-Bosier area when I was, I think, sixth grade that I started playing golf regularly and uh, just started to excel at it I guess because you know I loved it and spent a lot of time and worked at it. Uh, It's like any sport that you play I mean you really have to fall in love with it you have to want to put in the time to be great at it and that's that's what golf did for me it's where I wanted to be I wanted to be at the golf course and uh, it's at first light and when the sun went down I was always there and so I just got pretty good at it early and I think anytime that you see that progression you want to spend the time to get better and better, and that's kind of the way I progress.
1: I like one final question. Is there a guy out there that you look forward to watching this weekend? I know almost, the first round's almost like two, but you would say keep an eye out on him for this tournament.
3: Well, it's tough to say. I mean, when you have so many guys playing well, uh, I would like to see McElroy, you know, really play great and be in the mix. I know he, he's been there before and he had a, a rough final round at Augusta one year, but the way he drives the ball and, you know, hits the ball right to left in a long way, I think he's a lot of fun to watch when he get, gets his driver going. So I hope he's there in the mix because I think it, it would do a lot, of go- a lot for golf and a lot for him.
1: Good stuff there from David Toms. Truly just a class act, professional.
2: Yeah, very, very nice guy.
1: Jake did ask a question there at the end. I apologize, and I edited it out.
2: Yeah, it was a good answer, too. The fact that he has been able to play with the old greats, like Arnold Palmer, Mm -hmm. Jack Nicklaus, to the current greats, like Mm -hmm. Jordan Spieth. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool, and he said that's what kind of makes him unique in regards to telling golf stories. He can tell you stories about those guys and the guys of today.
1: Mm. He's had a pretty good life.
2: (laughs) It's not bad, right? (laughs)
1: And it's not like he's still out there playing, competing, and, of course, he still thinks he's got a couple more great rounds in him, and I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does, too. Uh, and I'm sure he wants to get back there and play in this weekend in Augusta and get an opportunity and maybe tee it up with Jordan Speeth. What Spieth did yesterday at the Masters, only 10 putts on the back, 9. He had 5 straight birdies. Uh, he shoots 6 under 66. Pretty darn impressive. Afterwards, Spieth is asked about, learning how to peak at just the right time or perhaps having the right momentum.
2: Momentum, yeah, that's (laughs) what it is, yeah.
1: Going into Augusta, and here's Jordan's
4: response. We build plans for the year to peak at certain times. Uh, And I believe that not just here at Augusta, but the major championships going back a number of years, uh, I've I've played really well. Uh, And I think that has to do with the work of our team We've got a, a great plan, and then uh, just gearing up myself and getting getting psyched for them, and and the right amount of kind of confidence and composure uh, that it takes out here. Um, this golf course specifically brings out a lot of feel in my game, and I think that that's advantageous. I don't do well in domes or driving range shots, and you don't have many of those out here.
1: Jordan Spieth, and if you're the rest of the field, you cannot feel very good about him getting off to this sort of start, being at 6-under. In fact, I looked it up on Vegas this morning. Uh, they now have Spieth as a 2-1 to favorite to win it all.
2: Hmm.
1: And then the storyline that, of course, uh, we got on board with uh, yesterday and we joked about it. Uh, Tony Feneau, uh, we we talked about him literally dislocating his ankle in the par 3 competition in front of his three kids and his wife and one of the best moments in his career. Then he's laying there and he pops it back into place. And then we're like, well, he limped through he had a gutsy performance. He finished the, that the, off, yeah. the, the par three contest. But there's no possible way that he gets back and plays the opening round, right?
2: And no possible way that he would lead. <laughs> that he would lead until Jordan Spieth went off, and he's currently yeah. in
1: second. Yes, but the 28 year old battled through the pain and the severely sprained ankle. And shoots a four under 68. Here he is with the pesky press describing what went down at the par three contest and how he got it taped up and ready to go for the first round of the Masters.
4: Yeah, it's been it's been pretty crazy uh, to be in this position uh, I'm I'm at now. When I woke up this morning, you know, nothing short of a miracle. If you ask me, I could barely put any pressure on it. I could barely walk, and um, but obviously after after the MRI we had. No, there was there was no real damage. So at that point, at about eight o'clock this morning I knew I was gonna play. So from that time till I teed off, um, was just about, you know, getting getting together with my doc and, and just having him do some tissue work and just make sure I was good to go. I went to the range quite a bit earlier than I would have just to just to see how I was gonna feel and hit some shots and but the motions have been pretty crazy, you know. From I look forward to this week for a really long time. And to see that, you know, the possibility of that slipping away, um, you know, I had the confidence that I'd that I'd come back, but I, I wanted to play now and I want to play this week, and um, waiting waiting for another opportunity to play, you know, my first Masters or whenever that was, whether that was next year or another time, was going to be hard for me to swallow. So um, I was just extremely happy that nothing was seriously wrong with my foot, and you know, quite honestly, is pretty. Pretty cool moment, followed by, you know, probably one of my most embarrassing moments, a uh, scary moment at the same time. So it was it was quite crazy, all the emotions that I dealt with overnight. And
1: Listen, this guy could walk into this office right now, and I wouldn't know who he was, unless he was wearing probably an ankle uh, brace or his, his ankle taped up.
2: Ankle boy, you're so disrespectful.
1: But how can you not cheer for this guy? Yeah. This is good.
2: You know what it was, Aaron? Yeah. The momentum that was created... <laughs> allowed him to overcome the injury. So momentum outweighed injury.
1: How about people that say, you know, you don't have to be tough to play golf?
2: Talk to Finau about that. Yes,
1: And then finally, uh, Tiger Woods, kind of an up and down round. Uh, ESPN was all over it in the morning. Of course, now he'll be teeing off uh, later this afternoon for the second round. Uh, Tiger does rally a little bit with his uh, one over. Here's Tiger on his opening round at the Masters.
4: Oh, I felt great to be back out there again. Um, you know, I've only come up here in the last couple of years just to have food, um, so it's nice to get out here and, and play and, and know that I had this golf course in front of me. Uh, it, it was a, it was a, a day that you know, the room was kind of puffing up, changing different directions. Um, I didn't, didn't play the par fives very well today. I played an even par. You know, and if I clean up the par fives, you know, I'm, you know, right up that board.
1: There you go. Uh, Tiger Woods after his first round. I get a uh, call from my wife yesterday. I thought she was just calling to say she loves me or anything. She just said, hey, your boy sucking it up at the Masters.
2: (laughs) Talking a little trash.
1: You know what place Tiger is in? And at the point, I think he was like in 64th. I didn't want to tell her that was because a majority of the – afternoon crew had just teed off but she was piling on the lack of success that he was having early on in the day
2: tiger tiger will get it back if there's anything i know about golf tiger will get it back
1: so jake was almost all in yesterday on the masters until
2: the conor McCracken news broke (laughs) yes hey i got a question for you this isn't even uh, this isn't super related to sports but just because of the injury that female suffered There's a guy in Vidalia who had a herniated disc in his neck. He couldn't sit down for 30 straight hours. Couldn't sit down. You think you could do that? What would you do if you had to stand for 30 straight hours?
1: It'd be kind of like one of those uh, car competitions where you have to keep your hand on the vehicle for yeah, the longest and you're in the vehicle. you have to
2: do this for health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: That'd be a little rough. And you're probably in discomfort you to know start he did? with.
2: At, in the middle of the night, he just walked up and down his, his driveway. Mm-hmm. It's the only way he could stay awake. Uh, anyway, I, we talk about random stuff sometimes. I was, was random. I was wondering what you would do if, if you had to stay be rough. standing for 30 straight
1: Obviously, he pulled it off. He did. 888-993-7762. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, Teddy Allen will join us live from the Masters and 845 845, trap Trappé. Phone line, text line, wide open for the next segment. Hit us up. We're back after this.
5: Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs. The King of the Road, Car King. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing a crown and you'll start to sing. The King of the Road, the King of the Road, Car King. When people get sick, they
0: need a doctor. When cars get sick... They need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick,
6: call 855-4483. You work hard to recruit the best talent for your business so you understand how important benefits are. Today's candidates are looking for more than just insurance and retirement accounts. They want benefits they can use every day and perks that help them achieve that all-important work-life balance. With Veradesk Standing Desk Solutions, you can create the healthy office culture they're looking for, where employees can move more throughout the day so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. The new Veradesk ProDesk 60 Electric is the perfect way to create your active workspace. It's a commercial-grade electric standing desk that lets you sit or stand with the touch of a button. And it assembles in under five minutes with no need for professional installers or labor costs. The ProDesk 60 Electric ships for free. And thanks to our 30-day guarantee, if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. To learn how you can try the ProDesk 60 Electric in your office, visit veradeskcom radio. That's vari slash radio.
0: Local sports talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. The text just
1: keep bringing us back to this subject. Sam weighs in says, Connor has, been, has become unhinged. He's rolling in so much cash. He has so many yes men constantly feeding his ego. He's out of control, thinks he's untouchable. You got a good point there.
2: Mm, totally true. Yeah. Hey, yeah, well, when you have the big one of the biggest fights of all time, I don't. There's been some discrepancy on whether it was the, bigger than um, Mayweather-Pacquiao, but one of the biggest fights of all time, you know, and you're only you're younger than 30 years old, you know.
1: Maybe it was that uh, body double of uh, Conor yeah. McGregor's. <laughs> The guy that goes around to Vegas and, er, and Venice Beach and does That's those. who it was. Yeah. yeah. If I, would, I'm Connor, I would just blame it on him. That's my excuse. I'm, I'm... That guy's a little bit more jacked up than Connor is, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're just joining us, if you haven't heard, uh, Connor McGregor arrested. That shouldn't come as shocking news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, re- the the way it happened is certainly uh, newsworthy.
2: 30 counts of assault and one count of criminal mischief. He attacked a bus, trying to get to Habib.
1: Attacked a bus.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, how was she gonna say it? He grabbed a dolly, threw it through a window. Uh, the, the glass burst. It cut one of the fighters. He had. He has since been pulled. The glass got in another fighter's eye. He has been pulled from this weekend. And his teammate, Artem Lobov, who was also helping Connor with this little riot, has been pulled from the card. So three fights have been pulled from the UFC uh, 223 pay-per-view.
1: McGregor attacks a bus. That's the headline. (laughs) Yeah, well. And then, of course, uh, there are some cynics out there that think this was certainly a big publicity stunt, that it was staged.
2: Yes, and I have uh, vehemently denied, you know, like just – This is not even close to being... I don't even understand how you could come to the conclusion in your mind that this would be staged because, like I said, the only way this benefits the UFC is when Habib and Connor eventually throw down, and that's not going to be for a long time because of all of the legal process that has to take place. So, uh, and for the longest time, Connor has pretty much ducked fighting Habib because he knows that's the worst stylistic matchup for him in the UFC. Anyway... Uh, it and the fact that they lost three fights and you send your your biggest cash cow to jail, yeah, that would not be a smart stunt. The UFC would not be, um, the the powerhouse the entity that it is today if they pulled stunts like this on purpose.
1: All right, Dana White's trying to get out in front of this story, correct?
2: He is. He's making his rounds. Uh, he he visited FS1 and then he was at ESPN with your boy Mike Greenberg mm. uh, on Get Up mm. and they asked him what everyone seems to think was this a stunt
7: you know the way this stuff works you know half the world out there is saying this was a stunt this was planned this oh. was fake what's your reaction This is the
2: last stunt on earth we would ever pull i mean this is embarrassing for the sport
1: and you know for, for obviously for the ufc and this is the furthest thing from a stunt but espn may have pulled the stunt <laughs> they need the ratings too
2: yes here's the thing I know for a fact it's not a stunt because I followed the UFC for years and I followed Dana White, and I have my disagreements with Dana White. I don't love Dana White. Uh, but for the longest time, he has been about um, representing the sport and bringing the sport to light in a way that boxing is, like the way that people accept boxing. He wanted people to accept MMA. This is the last thing he would ever have happened. I I know that for a fact. And, again, I just told you, it doesn't benefit the UFC at all.
1: And then, of course, you stumbled across another story with some odds, and we can always talk a little college football. We have to get some football in. Yes. Now that, of course, the college basketball season has come to end, we can look forward to the fall.
2: So I saw this tweet, and I was like, oh, this is going to stir up some text. Um, SEC Network released the ESPN Football Power Index, this is the projected wins for 2018. I mm. will go down in order: Georgia, 10.9. They That's lead. High. Alabama, 10.8.
1: Sounds about right.
2: Auburn, 9.1. Mm. Well, listen to this one, and this might be a result of the schedule. Mississippi State, 8.4. Mm. Mississippi State's the fourth highest in the SEC.
1: At just eight and a half wins, basically. Yeah. Mm.
2: Florida, 8.1. Texas A&M. Seven point four. Missouri, seven point three.
1: We're going down the list here. Where's LSU? South Carolina. What? South Carolina.
2: Seven point two. Here's the here's the one right here. Ole Miss, six point three. LSU six point two.
1: And this is according to who?
2: ESPN's Power Index. So,
1: so they're saying six wins.
2: They're saying six wins is is likely what. Now I understand that LSU schedule is brutal, but if they go six and six, Ed Orschel's gone. Yeah, he gone, baby.
1: It'll be the end of Coach O.
2: Yes, but I just thought it was crazy that a couple Ole of Miss ahead. Old Miss ahead. First of all, that yeah. shocked me. Yeah. Um, Where is Arkansas? At? Arkansas is right below LSU at five point nine, hmm. and then Chad Morris
1: has him up almost to six wins. <laughs> He's right on the heels of Ed Orgeron, all right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, Tennessee, Then Tennessee, then Kentucky, then Vanderbilt. So LSU is the fifth lowest SEC team in this power football index for projected wins in 2018. Do you think LSU fans are going to like that?
1: Motivation for next year. Yeah, uh, now it seems incredibly. I mean, we talked so, about the fact about it. Could this could be a seven win season, seven perhaps eight wins? But point
2: five is where I would have it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
1: the Jake Martin index. <laughs> yeah,
2: y'all want me to do the, my own index?
1: Why <laughs> seven five? Why not seven four?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but like I would have it right between seven and eight. I think they can get to nine, but it's it's all. Depending on how they do against Miami.
1: And also, you look at that, and you mentioned it, the overall SEC, I guess they just think, well, it was a banner year in basketball and baseball, so it'll be a down year for football for the SEC. Who said that? Well, I'm just looking to those numbers. I mean, overall, they're relatively low, besides the big boys in Georgia you and got Alabama.
2: Five teams that have eight wins or more, hmm. I don't see that as low.
1: Um, and every one of those has two or three guaranteed wins in there.
2: <laughs> uh, most li- – I mean, you can – Right? Most They're not conference games. Most likely, yes.
1: Unless you're playing Miami. <laughs> uh-huh,
2: uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, that's – I just look at this, though, and Georgia and Alabama are going to be as good as last year. I think we can all agree on that. Auburn's going to be tough. Mississippi State's too high. I just – you know, I, I like the hire that they that they made, getting Penn State's offensive coordinator. And I like the fact that, you know, you return some stability to that offense. But that's that's way too high because I think A&M's going to catch a lot of people by surprise. I think Jimbo Fisher's going to have a really good year in his mm-hmm. first year. Uh-huh. Um, so I would put A&M above them. And Florida, too, by the way, don't sleep on Dan Mullen, what he can do with Florida. Mm.
1: Yeah. Where was Florida at? They projected. Uh,
2: They were fifth. 8.1. Oh, pretty high. Yeah. A&M was right behind them.
1: 6.2 for Ed run in the LSU.
2: Also, Tigers. Missouri over South Carolina. That's shocking. I would have had South Carolina over Missouri.
1: That's because of Derek Dooley's now up there running that. Oh,
2: conference. that's it. That's that's the that's,
1: that, that gives a boost. To that's
2: the, the Chad Morris yes. boost that they got. 888-993-7762. The Stewart
1: Shelby State. Uh, Shelby, sh- Stuart Shelby text slash Hotline we take a timeout coming up next. We look forward to hearing from Teddy Allen live from the Masters after the break.
5: Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs.
7: Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe.
0: If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud-based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NetTech be your IT department. Visit nettech.net or call 866-668-0001 today. Grab another cup of coffee. And keep tuned to the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Well, oh, it's
1: soothing music. Just take a nap. Let's yeah, say, but the Masters. <laughs> uh, the Masters, and our coverage continues with our correspondence from Augusta. Teddy Allen joins us on the Stuart Shelby Hotline. Teddy, how are you doing this morning, Bud? It's
7: great today, Aaron. Thank y'all for having me on. Good morning from Augusta.
1: Man, so many different storylines to tackle, and let's let's go after the absurd first of all, and that being uh, Sergio Garcia basically pulled a uh, tin cup yesterday with his 13, puts five water five <laughs> balls in the water. Can you put into words what kind of buzz this created around the course when he basically looked like Teddy Allen at the
7: Masters? Yeah, he did put a small bucket in there. Well, you know, he named his daughter after um, the 13th hole, Azalea. And the 15th uh, is Timberline. I'm trying to remember what the name of it is, but somebody said, hey, it's safe to say he's not going to name his kid after this hole, his next one. Um, you know, he hit what he said were good shots. And if the pin had have been four feet back and he did it four feet farther, they would have been. But after the second wedge into there, I thought he may change gloves or decide to, you know, I can't get it close. But he didn't, and it was like watching a blindfold man walk off a cliff. It, mm. He went in there, you know, able to. He could have got even on the par five. He's one over, and he ended up walking off eight or nine over. So God love him. But it, you know, he he beat this course that he's had a kind of a hate hate relationship with last year, and I guess it was the course's way of reminding him, "Good for you, but we're still hanging around." So. He's done. There's one guy below him on the leaderboard. He's an amateur, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's not going to make a cut. Too many Is this guys one of those pass.
1: cases where the, the, the ego and the confidence of a professional athlete kind of gets in their way of a level? Maybe level. so,
7: because like, it, was, it was interesting to hear him say, you know, I, I, that's the first time I've ever made 13 and not hit a bad golf shot. Well, yeah. <laughs> if they spin back into the water, it's just because of where they have the pin, those are, those are not good shots. And so. So you probably that's probably the best way of putting it is what you just said. Mm.
1: All right, so we joked about yeah. this Fino guy uh, two days ago and what took place at the Par 3 contest, hitting the hole-in-one, celebrating in front of his uh, kids and his wife and all the patrons uh, there. And as he does that, he basically dislocates his ankle, and he's on the ground, and he pops it back into the place, and he guts out of another two holes, and you're thinking, well, his uh, days at the Masters are done. He will not be making his first appearance or teeing it off for the first time in Augusta. And then what happens, Teddy? He, he finds his way to the first hole yesterday, and what a round he put together.
7: Wasn't it fascinating? Now it's by the number one sand trap that he uh, drove into on number one, but he got out up and down. Uh, he's really a wonderful athlete, good basketball player. He's splay-footed. You know, he doesn't look, he looks kind of uncoordinated, but he's He's a great athlete. And, and watch him today on TV, a swing. It's a, it's a short swing, and then it, he just quickly and violently goes through the ball. with just youth and power. Um, and the putt he made on 18 to be a rookie at the Masters, how you could see it was a double break right at the end. I don't know, but he's the only guy who made that putt yesterday um, to finish with a 68. So my suggestion was he goes home and dislocates his elbow, before he tees off today. Maybe get down to 64 today.
1: Being an avid golf fan, does this dispel this the belief that golfers are not tough, Teddy?
7: Yeah, they are. You, just to mentally think your way around the place, how they do this every week, is really fascinating. Most people just... You can't have... An, it's hard to have an appreciation for how good these guys are. Jordan Spieth, who you know, leads the thing, he had to make, I think he said five, maybe six putts, six feet in, better not like out at the public course where they're mostly straight, these things are breakers, and he, you know, he canned all of them, Um, it just, and it's just Thursday, and you still got, you know, 54 more holes. The way these greens are with these different plateaus and huge ridges that you can't really see as well on television uh, and depending on where they put the pins, which were tough yesterday on 2, 4, uh, 15, where Sergio had problems, uh, you just have to hit it either in the center of the green or if you're trying to make a number, you really have to be exacted. And without the rain to soften things up, it's really hard to make it make it hold where you want it to hold for these for these fellows. So, yeah, they're 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 bad ombre.
1: Teddy Allen joins us live from the Masters. Uh, Teddy, uh, Tiger Woods, of course, with his opening round up and down. He kind of salvages it late. First of all, how were the crowds, and were you able to elbow your up way up uh, near him yesterday?
7: No, I don't. I don't. I didn't follow them. I watched some of him on television, mm-hmm. um, and I just didn't expect him to. Um, I mean, he's contending and he's just one over. So, two over and up, will, you know, you're still in contention out here. And because of how good he is, I mean, he can catch lightning in a bottle and how well he knows his course, he may be able to uh, do something. But, but there were, yeah, there were massive crowds around him. If you want to see, get a close up look at Tiger, go stand on number one on the left side of the fairway. Which is where he usually hits it into those pine trees, like he did yesterday. <laughs> um, and you can <laughs> it just for some reason it's like a ball magnet. Tiger Woods, ball magnet over there. Uh, but he—he he had a fantastic runner up to the edge and uh, got up and down. And he's—he's he's still a he's, I mean, he's a marvelous—he's a marvelous player. He's—he's he's popping the ibuprofen as he goes around, like the surgeon told him to. Uh, this is a guy with a—you know—a fused back gone and, and um, my hat's off to him that he's been able to get back out there and, and be in contention.
1: How concerned should the rest of the field be, including Tiger Woods, that Jordan Spieth goes out and only has 10 putts on the back nine and he shoots a, a minus six for the day, a 66 to be leading the pack?
7: Yeah, this place like a playground to him. He he finished second, first, second, and 11th and you remember the woes he had a couple years ago when he's leading by a Five with six holes to play and finish second. at the, when he put the two in the water on, on twelve, so no matter how good you are, still it's you gotta you gotta finish the deal. But yeah, with him two ahead, the solace that everybody else could take is that it's just Friday morning, uh, and it could rain, especially thunderstorms here tomorrow. That'll soften things up, and then you could see more guys go low. They this game really played well yesterday, and the 20 guys are below the number with the places dry as it was. Um, but you still got 54 holes to play, and there's so many, so many good players within uh, four strokes of the lead. McElroy yesterday, he still doesn't look comfortable to me out here, but he made three really big putts. He seemed to came to save pars, which was magnificent give him a little momentum i think he's at 69 dustin Johnson's just won over um so many former champions are within two or three shots you know the zach Johnsons of the world and then some other of these young guys like see who are just a couple back in Matt future maybe he'll win here he finished fourth last year he played really well yesterday uh he likes the course and he's a crowd favorite so a lot left to to get done around here today on oh, Merle Haggard's birthday, by the way. So,
0: other have
1: notables, him other, silence for him. yes, yep. other notables, Fowler at two under, uh, Mickelson, two under, and Freddie Couples, as you'd expect on the opening round. He just goes out and shoots even uh, par golf as he, the old timer just continues to get it
7: done. Yeah, he batted in from, I think he, he had a sand, uh, chipped in from the sand, um, late, and of course, the joint exploded they love him he'll he'll run out of juice because he's getting to be an old dude like us but he he's a, he played with two guys so if you put those two guys together plus uh jack nicholas's grandson who made the hole in one the other day there's all those three combined are a year younger than the great couple and he's still out there contending so there's hope for all of us Aaron.
1: All right, Teddy, one unrelated uh, master's question. David Toms was in town last night for an event out at Bayou year You being a country club type of guy, and, of course, we know David Toms has played out at Squire Creek numerous times. When he comes out there, do uh, any of the members challenge him? Do they challenge him?
7: Yes. Um, well, I, I wish I was a country club kind of guy. I do get to hang at Squire every now and then. Um, I have to pay a bunch of money if I want to play out there. But, yeah, he – he has games, a, a guy named uh, Byron in Shreveport where he grew up. Him and Byron often play. Byron's been a three or four-time state champ. Uh, and there's a lot of people out at the squirrels who have game and a little more course knowledge of that track mm-hmm. than David does. But, uh, yeah, he has good games out there. And everybody's, uh, I mean, you can't help but not love David. I, I wrote me, myself a note to ask you how the event went last Night, are y'all going to try to talk to
1: him in a minute? Uh, we had him on at eight o'clock where we had the tape okay. interview on. You missed it, sorry, Toby. Okay. I'll send it to you.
7: Okay, I was going to I was going to listen to it on my Big Z app that I love, so I can keep up with y'all. But yeah, they, he's a he's a wonderful uh, uh, ambassador for the game, and it was kind what he did last night for the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame and for his foundation. And I hope everybody, I'm sure they had a wonderful time with him. It's fun, and, and I used to love when he was out here, and I hope he I hope he figures out a way to get back out here.
1: All right, Teddy, set the scene for us this morning. Uh, what's the atmosphere like in Augusta?
7: No, it's a beautiful day, and, and it's going to be good weather. I, I wouldn't expect a bunch of low scores. Somebody will probably get to uh, sixty six seven again, but I don't think there'll be twenty uh, shooting in the red today. But we'll we'll see, and they. They wanted to just try to hang on and and try to um not lose ground and see what the weather does tomorrow there hadn't been any wind there's supposed to be a little more wind today maybe ten to thirteen miles an hour right now it's pretty calm um and a lot of anticipation I mean it's just a really good field out here um and and it's august on a Friday so so everybody's looking forward to the to the day. The, the patrons have been wonderful. It's huge crowds, uh, gorgeous atmosphere. If you get a chance to watch it on television, I would try to grind as, as much as I could. You no know, telling what uh, will happen.
1: Final question Did you go pimento mm-hmm. cheese yesterday or did they have some grub there in the uh, media?
7: No, I went I went uh, egg salad fold over. You take off one of those pieces of bread or either take the uh, crust off the side and pounded that down. I had some eggs, a few bottles of water. It's really ridiculous. I asked the guy last night, the chef, I said, where are you going to cook tomorrow so I won't make it home tonight? And he said something that I did not understand. I understood beans, but I didn't know the rest of what he was talking about. It's it's an embarrassment of riches out here, to be quite frank with you. And I wish
1: wish y'all were here. All right, Teddy so do we uh, let's put you on the spot uh, hopefully we'll talk Monday on your way back but uh okay tell us, who's gonna we, we got one round in now it's easy who's gonna win this thing come Sunday
7: no it's hard to it's since Jordan speaks putting as he is he had had woes he kind of flown below below the radar these first 10 weeks uh, missed the cut at the Phoenix open uh, waste management deal but then he's had three top 20 finishes and he and his team as he said they try to peak for this week and then for the majors and they seem to be doing that there's just there's just so many players <laughs> that can score the ball so depending on what the weather does i mean if i was betting right now i'd, I'd, I'd say jordan speak because he appears to be the most comfortable again he, you know, he birdied five in a row yesterday something he's never done in a in a major and he's led an incredible Seven out of his 19 rounds he's played in his life out here just for some perspective Tiger Woods played 79 rounds after yesterday and he's led for 9 rounds in his career so that's fairly remarkable in Tiger's case four of those rounds he finished was were on Sunday and he, and he won um, so I hope he plays well today too but a lot to anticipate out of Augusta National today
1: we want more nuggets of knowledge where can we find it over the weekend Teddy
7: you can go to Shreveport uh, Times, Monroe News Star, or to designatedwriters.com, where we have a lot of stuff, including all our master's coverage. So uh, all of that should – designatedwriters.com for sure is free. And I hope that you two guys will become designated contributors and bang out three or 400 words and send them to me because the peeps would love to hear more from y'all.
1: Mm. I'll pay Not you enough on made. a daily basis from 7 to 9
6: a.m.
7: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever, if they make the 40-hour day, make sure to put right that down to do.
1: <laughs> Teddy, as always, don't get yourself kicked out of the Masters this weekend. Thank you, bud.
7: Okay, thank y'all for having me on. Thanks for what you do. See you later.
1: No see ya? What, what, what? The trademark? He, he must have
2: forgot, man.
1: How does he, Teddy Allen forget? I don't
2: know. He's so caught up in the Masters. That is the
1: biggest upset so far. Yeah, yeah. I'm shocked. We all are. Joey trappe joins us after the break and in our parting shots.
6: The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self.
8: get your crawdaddies now at randall's fine meats randall's fine meats has your crawdaddies ready to go every day low prices for live or boiled ask about their five and ten pound specials on some of the best crawfish around plus randall's will even cater your next event just give them a call 343-0382 and book in advance randall's also has your specialty stuffed meats and you have to try his fried cracklins at randall's like him on facebook or
0: just stop on by randall's fine meats 4205 old sterlington road monroe the all-new Yard Power of Monroe, Northeast Louisiana's only Cub Cadet dealer. Your Cub Cadet Superstore is holding a big open house this Saturday where you can save 15% on all Cub Cadet Pro-Z mowers. That could mean up to $1,800 in savings. Big discounts on a great selection. Even red tag special deals on closeout inventory. So remember YP, Yard Power. On Highway 165 in Monroe, just one mile north of Century Lane.
5: Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Showers and thunderstorms in the forecast for today with a high of 74 degrees. Cloudy skies with a 90% chance of rain on tonight, a low 42. Cloudy skies with cooler temperatures on tap for tomorrow and a high of 52 degrees. <laughs>
0: Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe.
5: Look out!
2: Stop.
1: Easy does it. No. Oh.
5: Well,
1: Curtis, as a player,
5: how do you react in this moment? Uh, You're done.
1: (laughs) One of the differences between Scott Van Pelt and us, Jake, uh, doing the play-by-play there for uh, Sergio Garcia. If it would have been us, you would have been going nuts. Yes. Sergio pulls off. It's five balls in the water for a 13th, the highest score ever recorded in that tournament. Mm -hmm. Ten-cup kind of moment. Joey Trappe never has those moments when he gets finds time in his busy schedule to make the way out to a golf course. Joey Trappe from the Fieldhouse, Portico, Crawfish City, uh, a number of places, joins us on the Stuart Shelby Highline. How you doing this morning, bud?
8: Doing great, guys. How are y'all?
1: Good. It's a huge weekend uh, locally with sports and then, of course, uh, nationally. Uh, what you guys got planned out of the, the plethora of restaurants that you own?
8: Well, man, I tell you what, crawfish prices are dropping. Uh, we're down yes. to three ninety nine a pound, yes. and um, it's really been a, a well reciprocated event. <laughs> I tell you, we're uh, getting a lot of people that have kind of been holding out, waiting for that price to drop. So, um, I guess the the biggest thing on tap uh, uh, this weekend is just looking forward to the amount of people that are going to come out to to Fieldhouse and Crawfish City for some for some crawfish.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, a big weekend out at ULM, uh, weather permitting against Texas State and the reunion of the 2008 uh, Sunbelt Conference squad. Uh, you got Crawfish City. You mentioned uh, Fieldhouse. And, of course, uh, then also uh, Trappes and uh, Portico. What you got going on there?
8: Yeah, man, uh, same old thing at at Portico. Man, we got live music uh, on the patio tonight uh, there. And then uh, tomorrow at Traps, we'll have live music on the patio. And um, you know, yeah, ULM's got a big series. They they almost went up uh, and, and pulled one out in Fayetteville, but um, you know, couldn't couldn't find a way to to, to get that win in. But uh, I tell you, what, it, it's fun to see them competing and, and you know playing a lot harder than they have been in the past. And um, you know, just being located where where we are, obviously, that's um, you know a, a great impact uh, on us. Last night, wine over water was a great turnout there. Uh, I don't know if you made it by there, but man, they they sure had a, a pretty cool event um, out there at, at ULM. So it's just um, you know trying to get those students back from spring break to get back in the groove. Our beer numbers are a little down when you lose seven thousand college kids, <laughs> but um, it's, a, it, it's a it's it's going to be a busy weekend for sure around here.
1: Uh, We always talk about your prowess, whether it was on the football field and then uh, very uh, limited exposure on the basketball court. Hey, uh, I've never played golf with you, Joey. What kind of a hacker are you? Oh, man. I I mean, I I like to
8: play, but I am not good by any means. Uh, I mean, I I, I do it more to just casually drink beer and hang out with the guys, you know. Uh, But that Sergio pulled one off, man, uh, you know. Yes. That that was impressive. I I didn't think a professional golfer could could do that. You know, I mean, it, he uh, he was trying to prove a point, and he he did that. But the the Masters with Tiger in it is obviously a a very sought after tournament. Um, but Spieth is just dialed in right now, man. He's I think at minus seven. But um, if, if Tiger can get in contention, it'll be it'll be a fun Sunday for sure.
1: Yes. And of course, an opportunity to get out to the field house and watch the masters. One final thing, uh, Joey, uh, you got some great lunch specials out there. At, uh, traps. Uh, what do you have going on there today on a Friday?
8: Friday's red beans and rice. And, um, you know, we, we get a lot of compliments on, on our red beans and rice homemade, uh, dish there. We just got a bread bowl in, um, I think I touched on last week that you have the option of putting that red beans and rice in the Gambino bread out of New Orleans. So, um, if you're looking, it nice mild day, uh, per- perfect temperature to be out on that patio. Looking at that river that looks like a lake, and uh, <laughs> water's going down a little bit, so it, it, the, the tension's easing a little over there at Traps on that patio. But uh, if you want to just kind of cut loose out of work early today, I think Traps would be a great destination.
1: As always, joy appreciate the time. Uh, perhaps uh, we'll be out of town, but uh, we'll see you soon, bud. Sounds good. Joey yeah. You ready to get to your Parting Shots, Jake? Yes. Parting Shots, sponsored by no one. Let's just
7: dive into it. Most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations
1: in my entire career. Probably the worst. Our Parting Shots are clean and spontaneous. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Nothing is off limits. That's the stupidest question you've asked today, of course we don't have any computers Our fearless hosts
8: But they are who we thought they were we
1: Will pull no punches
8: I wish
5: I was 50 years younger and I'd kick
1: your Time to hand out some knowledge What else do you want to know? Parting shots as we attempt to end with a bang
5: I love
2: you guys so much Bourbon Street, watch out
1: that seems only really appropriate. I think Tabor did that on purpose, the Bourbon Street Lookout. So uh, all three of us have different plans for uh, this weekend, an array of activities, and Jake is fired up for probably the first time in a while. He doesn't have a major wedding plan, correct?
2: Uh, yes, and I just got a notification on my phone that Max Holloway is out Saturday night. Mm. So that now they don't even have a main event. Ooh. Yeah. It med- he's declared medically unfit to fight. Couldn't make the weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so if this, is, was, this was staged, this didn't work out this too a well. This was stunt by UFC. Yeah. So they're that's.
1: So cool. are you still?
2: Is uh, Connor in fighting your... shape? What's that? Is yeah. Connor
1: in yeah. fighting yeah.
2: shape? <laughs> they should put him in there. Put him in there. he's
1: um, still laying down to sixty bucks? No.
2: Oh. Um I'm not gonna purchase it now.
1: Tabe, on a scale of 1 to 10, how fired up are you on this Friday, knowing you are heading to the Big Easy and, of course, uh, going to WrestleMania? 11. Ooh,
4: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs>
1: That's are I'm you off it. right yeah. after 10 o'clock? How, how's this playing out in Tabe's world? I, I, I've got my
2: bag packed, and I'm gone.
1: Mm. This will be a well-deserved vacation for Tabor.
2: I, I, won't, you know, I won't disagree.
1: <laughs>
2: this was, I, I told, uh... My wife just said that I've been looking at this weekend because of the fight, which I'm now not getting. But for the longest time, I've been looking at this weekend because of the fight, because of WrestleMania, because of the Masters as like the last like big time sports weekend for me. And then after this weekend, I was going to focus on getting my life straight and everything for for the baby. So this was for the longest time I've been looking forward to this weekend as like the last blowout, you know, like let's spend money, let's have a great time. And then let's yeah. get our, you
1: know. Debbie Downer over here.
2: But now, I can't even get the fight.
1: Tabe, uh, what are the odds, randomly, that we would bump into each other in New Orleans <laughs> this weekend? Knowing we will be running in different uh, circles. I say zero percent. Tabe, what are the odds? Okay, well, what's your itinerary Saturday I'll be down there tomorrow. Well, I'm actually be down there later tonight. I don't know what the itinerary is. It'll probably be basically whatever the wife says we're doing. Uh, Saturday we'll be walking around. And then I got an awards ceremony uh, tomorrow night over by the. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't even tell you where it's at because then that improves the odds. But that's basically it.
2: If if uh, let's see, if you're down in the quarter Sunday, there's there's a pretty
1: good chance. Right. Uh, I think there's no chance it will be in the quarter on Sunday. We need to be back to go to the to watch the Masters from home. We look forward to hearing uh, your tales and your your adventures come Tuesday, Tabor. Be careful. Okay, not. And yours too, Jake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a weekend. What a week. This has just been not my week. Let's restart. Let's okay. come back Monday. We'll and, do that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it going in a much positive
1: direction. Everybody, thanks for listening this week. We'll try to do better next week. 7 a.m. on Monday. The Edge is coming up next. Have a great week.
0: Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.